Virtual Assistant Podcast, episode number 12. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm here every single week bringing you tips, advice, answering your questions about how to be more effective in what you do through delegating to a virtual assistant. That's right, my friends. This is the podcast where we answer all of your questions that you can possibly imagine uh, here at the Virtual Assistant Podcast. Questions about how you can delegate your work to others, letting other people do the things that they do best so that you can do the things that you do best. Now, obviously, this podcast is directed and devoted to small to medium-sized businesses. That's my target audience. But I'll tell you what, I have been getting emails, I've been getting voicemails from so many of you out there who are not in the small to medium-sized business uh, target audience range or whatever you will say. Uh, many of you are out there, you're, you're either working for somebody else full-time and you have been listening to this, and I am waiting to hear the voice feedback from those of you who have been emailing me. There have been a couple of people who sent me some nice emails saying, you know, hey, I don't have my own business, but I, I, I listened to some of your other shows. I heard you talk about this, and I'm working in a business full time for somebody else, and I have been delegating some things and trying out this whole, you know, what is that, the economic arbitrage or whatever, the... But anyway, the whole idea of hiring somebody for that gets paid, you know, less money does work for less money than what I get paid. And it makes me more efficient and I'm able to do my tasks and and process so much more. And so pretty much it it just works out. So I'm getting emails like that. But we want to hear your voicemails. If this is working out for you, if you're trying this out, I love that I have moms out there that are starting to consider hiring a virtual assistant. Uh, to make doctor's appointments, to um, you know, th- to just administrate and manage your calendar, and and to to do research for you. Uh, there there are a countless number of ways that you could get creative about how to use a as how to use a virtual assistant. And I'm so thankful that this show is appealing not just to small to medium sized business owners, but it's it's appealing to a much larger crowd as well. But with that being said, I want to talk and I'm going to continue to talk directly to those of you who, are, who find yourselves very similar to, to my situation. You, you have your own business. You're running your own show here. You either have zero employees or maybe you have four or five employees. I, I don't know. But, but that's who I'm talking about. I'm talking to somebody who's running the small to medium size business. And uh, I, I want to answer your questions. I want to speak to you because it's the one thing that I can share from experience. And that's what I do with my podcasts. Now, I want to let you know that when I first signed up as a as somebody who was going to hire a virtual assistant, I was investigating this stuff pretty heavily before I made the final decision. And, and Andrea had convinced me through a conversation and my interaction with her, Andrea being my virtual assistant, by the way. She had she convinced me that this is something that I wanted to do. And when she told me that about Contemporary VA, who, yes, they are the sponsor of this podcast, 
but when when she told me that Contemporary VA was the company that she worked for, that that she that was the firm that she was a part of, I went immediately and started browsing around their website just to read everything I could read about them. And then, of course, I took the stuff that I read there and I I, I did searches for similar companies and 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 that offered similar services for virtual assistants. And and I compared what I saw there just to, just to kind of see how things compare. And one of the things that I noticed on the website at contemporaryva.com, which you can link to directly. There's a, if, if you don't want to type it all out, just go to virtualassistantpodcast.com when you're looking at the show notes and you'll see the uh, post-it note or you'll see the, the advertisement for Contemporary VA on my site. It'll take you right over there. But when you're on the Contemporary VA site, there's this post-it note, a yellow post-it note on the right-hand side that says this. Delegate effectively in 21 days. And it says, subscribe to our free e-course that teaches you in 21 days how to become a delegating master who uses a virtual assistant efficiently to help grow your business. And of course, you can just throw in your name and your email address. Now, I did this. Now, I want to tell you that I am not a fan of getting emails in my inbox every day when I, you know, it, it's just not something I like to do. I, I like to try to make sure that I have inbox zero. And when I get a long email newsletter kind of deal, I, it's like it, it just sits there. And sometimes I would get two or three days behind. And and I, I'll be honest with you, after about day number 13, I was starting to get burned out by getting an email every day. But I still continued to get them because I knew I wanted the information, partly because I wanted to have as much uh, information that I could have in how to basically best share the joys and the journey of my own life and 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 how I can actually become more uh, efficient in delegating my tasks to my virtual assistant. So I wanted to learn for myself, but I also wanted content and material to share with my community, which is I, I knew right away that I was going to share my journey of having a virtual assistant with the world. I just didn't know if I was going to do this podcast at the time or if I was just going to include it in one of my other shows. And I'm very thankful for my sponsor, Contemporary VA, for for sponsoring the show so that I can do it and have its own uh, you know, identity and brand. And, and those of you who are very interested in this target niche topic, then you can listen to this and not be burdened with all my other stuff I got going on in my life that I share over at pursuingabalancedlife.com and podcastanswerman.com and well to be honest with you the you know 14 other podcasts that I'm producing right now on a consistent basis. So anyway, um delegating effectively in 21 days. I'm glad that I did sign up for it and in fact one of the things I'm going to do in this and probably several future episodes is I'm just going to take some quotes. When the emails came in, I I would try to read them as quickly as possible, trying to achieve that ever impossible some at times inbox zero. But I would read these things as quick as I could, and I would find little nuggets that that I I just they just kind of stuck with me, and so I would just highlight them, copy them, and then I pasted them into a Google document. And now here I am at the place where I'm looking to have a little bit of extra content to to just fill in the gaps in between your voicemails that you're sending in, which, by the way, thank you for sending those in. And I'm going to now I'm going to read some of these quotes in my shows. And now that I have six full months under my belt of having a virtual assistant, I can now give you my feelings about these things that I read several months ago. So the first quote says this. It says, 
When you learn to delegate effectively, you'll find more time than ever imagined you had. What? Did I read that? This is why Cliff doesn't read in podcasts. When you learn to delegate effectively, you'll find more time than you ever. Oh, there we go. Got it. All right. I'm going to try this one more time. Are you ready? When you learn to delegate effectively, you'll find more time than you'd ever imagine you had. You'll pass off projects like a pro and you'll receive them back completed and exactly how you want them to be. Send, spend your newly free time growing your business, enjoying time with loved ones, or relaxing by the pool. Okay, so I remember reading this. All right. I remember reading this and say, oh, that's the life I want. I want to be able to just be a pro and I want to be able to send things off to a virtual assistant and get them exactly the way that I want them. I want to say that this might be a little bit sugar coated. Um, I believe that it can. This is a this is a place that we can uh, we, we can aspire to. And I think it's something that we can achieve. But this is not something that's going to happen immediately. All right. So when you first, when you learn to delegate effectively, you'll find more. You'll find that you had more time than you ever imagined you had. Now, I will agree with you that after six months, I definitely, hands down, have a ton more time now, free than I ever had before. For example, when I started out, I was working six days a week between twelve to sixteen hours a day. Now, I will tell you, I was absolutely loving what I was doing. I'm very passionate about the work that I do, and so I love it. But at, but I'll be honest with you, there were times when I would love to pull away and just spend a little bit of extra time with the family and stuff like that. It, you know, things got a little, you know, a little tense there for a while, and it just, I was just working too much, and I was on the verge of burnout because of just how many hours, what getting enough sleep, all this other stuff, just the demands of all the things that I was doing. But I have learned that having a virtual assistant has radically changed the amount of hours that I'm able to do the same amount of work and have free time. And now my wife might argue with you because while I may have some time available, I still find myself working on projects that aren't quote unquote necessary to do, but I'm still I'm still that kind of guy who 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 has delegated all that other stuff and now I'm working on creative projects that are going to be be bringing in some wonderful new revenue streams. So there the the truth is there is always something that's going to be on your to-do list. I, at, at least for me. There I mean I have two whiteboards behind me that in my business are full with probably about 30, 40 different revenue streams that I've not even tapped into yet. They're sitting there on the board and I could just pull any one of them off. I could, you know, if it was, if it was a dart board, I could throw a dart and I could actually, wherever it, it stuck to, that's the one I'm going to do. And I could spend the next two weeks turning that into a passive income stream and, 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 and greatly increase. So what's happened is I am working the sometimes this I'm here's the deal. I am I am able if I wasn't going to work on new income streams, just just taking where I was working 12 to 14, 16 hours sometimes a day, six days a week. That's what I used to work working on the things that 
you know, not working on any new income streams, but just working on the things that I already had coming in. There was no time to work on my business because I was working so much in my business. At that time, I was overloaded and about ready to burn out. I will tell you that if I did not have to work on any addition, if I did not, if I decided not to work on any, any of these new projects, I can work Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. guaranteed and I would be able to, without growing my business any further, but just maintaining that I can do between Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, what I used to be able to do, what used to take me 12 to 16 hours a day, six days a week. And how is that possible? Well, there are a couple things. Number one, obviously, I've trained my virtual assistant to handle a lot of stuff that I, I I used to do myself, and now she does for me. There are many things that she does for me that she does faster than I do myself because, well, there are some things that she's doing for me that I despise, and I just let myself get distracted. There are, there are literally some things that if I had my wife in here and she stood over my shoulder and says, this thing on your to-do list, I'm going to stand here until it gets done. And I guarantee you there'll be something that, that on my to-do list that I hate, but if she was standing right over my shoulder, I could probably get it done in about 30 minutes. But if she's not standing on but, uh, over my shoulder and I'm, and I'm faced with this task that I don't like, I can guarantee you that an 8 to 10 or 12 hour day could go by without that task being done, even though it's the first and most important task on my list. And because it's something that I'm dreading, I find myself getting distracted and other things. It's just the way. And so here's the deal. I learned that I am able to add more hours to my day and be more effective by, by not doing the things that I despise, by delegating the things that I despise. So passing off projects like a pro, absolutely. Now, this idea of getting, getting those completed projects back exactly the way you want them to be. I will tell you that I've had about a 90% success rate with this. 10% and, and you know, I love my virtual assistant. I will tell you that right now. 10%, it's not exactly, it's not exactly the way that I had imagined. It wasn't exactly how I wanted them to be. But there are a couple things I'm going to tell you about that 10%. And by the way, these, these, that percentage there, I'm just being arbitrary. I haven't done any math or anything like that. Maybe it's just in my mind. But there are a couple things about that 10%. Some of those things didn't come back exactly the way that I wanted them to be, but they came back in a way that, you know what, it gets the job done. And by golly, so be it. So be it. This is great. It got done. This doesn't. This does not negatively because it's not done exactly the way I would have done it. It still got done, and it, it in no way will it have any negative impact on the overall connection I have with my clients, the way my the quality of my work. It's just not. It's just not the same way that I would have done it. But it's done, and it's done effectively, and it's off of my to do list, and nothing further needs to be done. So uh, the whole idea exactly the way you want it, it does, in, it does take training. Now, I will tell you, <coughs> excuse me, there are some things that I've handed off that didn't exactly go the way that I wanted to, but it's because of my lack of communication. 
And so, and, and I guess the qualifier of this quote, by the way, it says, when you learn to delegate effectively. And so maybe after six months, I haven't yet perfected the, the art of delegation. And in fact, I can guarantee you I have not. And I am still learning to delegate more effectively. But I am passing off projects. I do find myself having a lot more free time. In fact, I have a ton of free time that allows me now to work full days, full entire days on new income revenue stream ideas, which is out of this world. So here, let me finish this. It says here, it says this, spend time, spend your newly free time growing your business, enjoying time with loved ones or relaxing by the pool. And I want to say that I have been spending a lot of this new free time growing my business, which by the way, my business is growing growing. In fact, I want to tell you about something here in just a minute that I'm so excited about. Uh, but before I tell you about growing my business, I want to tell you, I have enjoy, have been enjoying a lot more free time with my wife and with my kids. I don't take client calls on Saturdays anymore. I don't take client calls during the evenings like I used to. I've been able to get to the point where I've actually limited my client calls my consulting one-on-one with clients to Tuesdays and th- Tuesdays and Wednesdays only between 10 o'clock in the morning and five o'clock in the evening. The only exception to that is that I do have a client that I, I just allowed to go on at nine o'clock in the morning on Tuesday, but you know, so be it. Uh, they're, they're an ongoing client and it just made perfect sense for me to allow that. So it's no big deal. I have opened up Mondays and Fridays for nothing other than making sure that I'm up to date with all of my own to-do items and stuff like that, but to grow my business. So here's what I want to tell you is, oh, and by the way, those evenings and the weekends, I am spending a ton more time with family. It is great. As far as relaxing by the pool, I'm just not that guy. I like, I'm okay. I'm a workaholic. Don't tell anybody, but anyway, I'm a workaholic. I love what I do. I do. And so let me tell you what I've been doing with some of my free time. I want to ask you, head over, just go to virtualassistantpodcast.com. Just head, head over there anytime you want and look over in the right hand side of that, of that website. And you're going to see my video training products. And this is what I've been working on. I have actually recorded some very cool personal one-on-one how to do certain things in, in my field, in my industry how to use Adobe Audition or Audacity or GarageBand to edit your podcasts. I've done a whole social media one-on-one explaining how I built my brand. I've got um, one that's called Evaluating Your Podcast. I've got all this other stuff that's all related to, to a, well, pretty much what I do for a living. And it's what people hire me one-on-one and pay me a lot of money to do to, uh, to teach them one-on-one. I've, I've actually taken some time to record these uh, most of these took me about eight hours worth of pro- post production, but then I created a web page on my site that will that has highlighted all of these products, and I've made it available where you can purchase and have immediate access to all these products. And I will tell you what it has been a major success, a major success. So much so that I actually have it set up. the The service that I use is called eJunkie. And every single time a sale is made from my website, I get this um, I get this email that comes in. And the email always has the same subject line. So, of course, I told you that I use 
Gmail for my um, I use Gmail for my email services. And by the way, I'm actually doing something in the background here while I pull up my phone. Actually, I'll tell you what, if you don't mind, I'm going to stop talking for a second while I pull this up because I want to play for you what happens. Okay, so the email comes in from eJunkie into my Gmail, which is caught by a filter, by the way. My filter recognizes that that message has come in. And whenever this message, whenever an email comes in from eJunkie, it will then immediately forward it to my phone, or not to my phone, but to a service that I use called, um, what is it, Boxcar. And Boxcar, every single time an email is sent to this certain email address, my phone gets a little message and it does this sound. And let me see, do I have this turned up all the way? I hope so. Let me, uh, let me see here. And I think I do all that and my phone's turned down. What is up? Uh, maybe. Here we go. Okay, give me. Okay, here you go. That's right. So all of that just to do that. Okay, so I get the cash register sound every single time somebody goes to my website. And this is the coolest thing in the world. All day long, I'm hearing cha-ching, cha-ching. I'm sitting there at the, ta- at, at the dinner table. And of course, my wife and my kids know exactly what this sound means. And so, so we're sitting at the dinner table. And we're having dinner and, and all of a sudden the kids are like, um, you know, Hey, you know, what are we going to do? Do you want to have, can we have some ice cream? And then all of a sudden the the phone goes off, cha-ching. It's like, dad's got money to buy ice cream. Let's go have ice cream. It's so funny, but it is, it is the coolest thing in the world. I, I wake up, I go to bed at night. The other night I went to bed. All right. And believe it or not, I did. I went to bed. I got up the next morning. I now, of course, this thing doesn't go off between 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. My my phone won't make any noise at all. But I wake up. I look at my email and I go in. There was one morning I woke up. I had eight hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars in my account when I woke up one morning this week that was not there when I went to bed. That's eight hundred dollars, my friends, while I was sleeping while I was sleeping and none of this would have been possible prior to having a virtual assistant because she, my, my virtual assistant is helping me by, by processing emails, by handling orders, by taking orders. Uh, when I take taking orders for equipment and all this other stuff, she's, she's, um, she does so many different things for me. So yes, when you actually learn to delegate effectively, you will find more time than you ever imagined you had. You will pass off projects like a pro, and I will say you'll most of the time get them back completed exactly the way you want them to be. In the instances when you don't get them back the way that you want them to be, uh, they'll either be good enough to pass, or you'll re- you'll just train your VA further on how to do it the way that you want it done, and then spend that neck that r- the rest of your time. absolutely spend more time with your wife, with your kids or with your loved ones. Spend some more time relaxing if that's what you like to do. Or if you're like me, by golly, do something to grow your business and you will have more time like that. that, This quote that I read six months ago in that little e-course definitely has proven true for me. All right. So basically I want to share that. And now as far as the experiences 
of myself, that's one thing. But how do other people feel about having a virtual assistant? And I'm so my favorite thing about doing this podcast is the number of you who are out there and you're just diving in and you're hiring a virtual assistant. And so I've always asked if you are inspired by this show to hire a virtual assistant, please call me and let me know. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what made you decide to do it. I want to hear how things are going. And I don't want you to just call once. I want you to call back in a couple of weeks or a couple of months later and just give us an update on did you continue to use the virtual assistant? Did you have a, I want to hear bad experiences too. I don't, I, we're not here just to sugarcoat everything. That's why this is not actually a production of Contemporary VA. This is a production sponsored by Contemporary VA. So you're going to get the full service, full story here. But uh, here are the here I have two pieces of audio feedback of people who did hire somebody from Contemporary VA. First, we're going to turn to Winston. Hey, Cliff. This is Winston with the UTIC University podcast at utickuniversity.org. And this is a comment for the Virtual Assistant podcast. Well, Cliff, I've been part of the GSPN family for just a few weeks now. Um, the Virtual Assistant Podcast was one of the very first ones I listened to in addition to Podcast Answer Man. And um, I've been contemplating at our not-for-profit here um, to um, supplement my team. There's a lot of projects that we need to get done, but we just seem to always run out of time when we never take care of our internal needs. We, we take care of our customers and our members, but we never seem to be able to take care of ourselves with some projects we need done internally. And so it occurred to me that a virtual assistant would be perfect for that kind of overflow-type work or uh, periodic projects that we need to get done within a month. Um, So it's been a great uh, first experience. I contacted uh, Contemporary VA and got some help from them in terms of uh, thinking through uh, what our needs were here and and how I might go about doing it. I took the plunge with a a 20-hour-a-month package, which averages about one hour per business day in terms of tasks that I could delegate. Um, Since I started in the middle of the month, I got a prorated block of hours for the month of June. And so I I got started right away. And so I took your advice to heart off the podcast in terms of thinking through strategically a repeatable process that we could use here. Um, that would be something that if I did it once, I could document it, screen, get screenshots, put instructions together, and, and, and test that it would actually work the way I think it should work. And then I created those screenshots and, and then ended up working with my virtual assistant, Jessica, here to um, begin the project. And so the first project ahead was building a, a mailing list of prospective customers and members for UPIC Solutions. And um, and so uh, it was it was pulling off a mailing list and building uh, some B cards so that we could upload these eventually into not only a mailing list but also into our CRM system. And so this was kind of a filler type role. It was no urgency to it. It was just uh, I told Jessica, you know, fit this in as as uh, when you can. You've got a number of other clients to support. I wanted to be supportive of you. And uh, just let me know what you think the amount of time it will be to complete the project. And so she worked on it for uh, a little while the first day and gave me an estimate. I said, well, we'll just knock this out. This will about exhaust the hours I've got for June. It goes over, no big deal. And uh, I was amazed that a week later, um, 
Jessica had uh, created V cards and loaded them into our system. Nearly 700 contacts. Wow. Um, you know, categorized and labeled and ready to go and load into our CRM system. Nearly 700 contacts within a week. Now she also in, enrolled the help of a, another VA, and we stayed very close to the um, the block of hours that I had contracted for this month. And I was amazed to have that in the first week. And so I just want to thank you for the suggestion of the virtual assistant through the podcast and, and then the tips you've been giving to help uh, me effectively delegate repeatable value-added tasks to our organization. So thanks for the podcast. Uh, thanks to Contemporary for sponsoring the podcast, Contemporary VA for sponsoring the podcast. And I look forward to more tips in future episodes. Thanks. Very awesome. Winston, I am so grateful for your feedback and you sharing your first experience. And it sounds like it's it's working wonderful for you. And and those are the type of tasks, absolutely, those repeatable tasks uh, that, that come up and, and that's pretty easy to train somebody. That's great. I really want to encourage you to take something that, you know, that is a weekly task. One of those things that that's not just a project uh, process of or not just a project, but something that's a regular process of your business. You know, one of those things that you would normally hire an employee to do to track or to, to keep up on. See if you can't pass that on to a virtual your virtual assistant. One of those things that just it's just a it's just a part of your routine. Pass off a routine and let us know how that works out. Because, I, I mean, you have employees and you know how much it costs to have an employee. And, and obviously, I don't want your employees to lose their positions. But obviously, this will help you to be able to grow your business without necessarily having to expand your 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 space there with, with additional physical employees at your place of business. But this is awesome. I'm very thankful to hear that. In fact, um, here is uh, another quote from that e-course series that I was telling you about says delegating effectively sends the right work to the right person who has the right combination of skills and time to do the job. For example, as a business owner, you're the right person to be building your business. You are not the right person to be doing data entry. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Winston, it would be irresponsible for us, for you, for myself to sit there and, and enter in contacts into, you know, this, this system like that, the, all the, all of these different data entry projects, because somebody else can do those at a much lower cost, saving us the time to do other things that will generate a greater amount of value to our business, whether that be direct in additional income or growing uh, the efficiency of our business so that we can be more profitable through efficiency as well. Anyway, I love that. Totally awesome. All right. So Sean also uh, called in a couple weeks ago. He was the guy who's on, he was the on the road salesman. And uh, you, for those of you who have been listening, uh, you might recognize uh, that. And I'm looking in the chat room before I play uh, Sean's voicemail, Heather in the chat room, which by the way, Heather is the person who owns and runs uh, a contemporary VA and she's in our chat room. She says, I would just like to say that, uh, let's see here, that 
Had Winston wanted only his main VA to do the project, that is not a problem. But when we do have larger projects, we encourage VAs to use their team and work on things in a team effort. So this is awesome. I I did not know that about Contemporary VA. So this is something good to know. Uh, Thank you for that additional information. So if you got a big project and you think, man, if I hand this off to just one person, it's going to take a long time. Well, And if you have a deadline, let your virtual assistant know that. And uh, at least with Contemporary VA, that your virtual assistant can bring in a team and together they can work on it. And so, you know, who, who knows? It might take three people three hours instead of one person nine hours. And, um, you know, and, and of course, if you've got a deadline and you need something done in five hours, that would be the route to go. So Heather, thank you for that additional information. So let's, let's talk, let's hear from Sean who, who took my advice about how a virtual assistant could possibly help somebody who's a salesman on the road all the time. Hey, Cliff, Sean Fry. I'm your road warrior traveling sales guy. And you answered my question the other day on why I should hire a virtual assistant. And I wanted to let you know I have hired Contemporary VA. I got a phone call from Andrea after I left her a message. And I'm just trying to, I'm just kind of dipping my toe in. I just did the five hour, uh, let's get started program and already I'm seeing some results really easy to work with immediately get confidence from the person that I've been working with Deborah I believe is her name and she is kind of walking me through you know just little baby steps on how to get started some simple things I'm putting up a little blog because I'm a I'm a traveling sales guy so I've in here in the Midwest, and I've got a lot of different restaurants <laughs> that I've been to that are just fabulous. So I'm going to start talking about them, and I've also done some other stuff in my traveling uh, sales work that I'm going to integrate into a whole website, and they're going to be helping me kind of launch that and get all that put together uh, as we go forward. So just wanted to let you know that uh, for some feedback for the show, and keep up the great work. Really look forward to listening to the uh, Virtual Assistant Podcast. Thanks, Cliff. All right, Sean. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to hear that you are dipping the toe in the water there. And and I want to hear from you. I would love to hear from you in in about three weeks from now, two or three weeks from now, after you've used up five hours and and whether or not you continued by renewing that and 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 uh, using you know signing up for more hours, I, I, I'm really intrigued by that process. It's it, it's a process I am not familiar with. So please do me a favor, follow up with me in about three or four weeks. Let me know. Did you stay with it? If you didn't stay with it, it's not a big deal. I want to hear that too. And 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 I would love to know. You know, if you don't stay with it, why? But it sounds to me like the initial results, even though you signed up for just the five hours. It sounds to me, based upon your email, that it went extremely well, and you've got big plans to have them help you in uh, projects which are obviously going to take more than five hours. So I want to hear an update from you, Sean, and I'm very excited that you've taken this plunge and that you've seen some immediate benefit as a result. Um, and, and even more specifically in, in the next piece of audio feedback, I'd love to know if you can talk about whether, you know, the financial end of this, you know, ha- have you noticed that this is actually financially beneficial to you, not just in the realm of, 
of the fact that you're getting something done that you wouldn't have had time to do yourself. I'd love to know how that works out for you. All right, so we're going to move along here. But before I read or play the call from Will Brown, who has a question about um, hiring out somebody uh, when you might be doing virtual work yourself, uh, this is another quote that I found in that e-course that I told you about. It says, consider that no one is good at everything. So you can send work that you're not good at to someone else who is good at it. And that is absolutely true. In fact, the very first person I ever hired to do anything to do something for me that I was not good at was my CPA. All right. So I hired a CPA to do my accounting work, to do my payroll, because I am horrible at that stuff. I hate that stuff. Now, I don't have my CPA entering in all of my stuff into QuickBooks. Instead, I have my virtual assistant, Andrea, do those things for me. And by the way, those that that QuickBooks stuff that that I used to do, well, it used to be on my calendar once a week, but uh, oftentimes it would be something we ended up doing once a month. And it would take instead of, you know, 45 minutes to an hour a week, it would take us, well, let's say more like, mm, you know, five, six, seven hours of my day. Uh, And sometimes it would just take even longer than that because I despised it so much. So here's the thing. Consider that you're probably not going to be great at doing everything. And those things that you're not good at, you're probably going to tend to put them off and procrastinate. So find yourself a virtual assistant who's great at doing those things. And by the way, don't don't be afraid to have more than one VA. I haven't I haven't dabbled yet in that, but uh, I'll share some stories with you in upcoming episodes about how some things are coming to light that might possibly work out in that way. So we'll we'll find out. But first, before we go any further, let's take a call from Will Brown. Hi, Cliff. This is uh, Will Brown from Washington D.C. with a question for the uh, Virtual Assistant Podcast. I just started listening to uh, the episodes. I'm actually up on up to episode number seven, kind of plowing through one by one. Um, and one of the questions I have is, I'm I'm going to be starting a, a virtual business, basically, where I am going to kind of kind of promote myself as a as a virtual webmaster, almost, where I'll uh, kind of do web work and uh, WordPress work and uh, and updates for businesses that can't quite afford uh, or have the know-how to kind of do that on their own. Um, but one of the questions is, if is it okay or how do, does a, uh, a virtual uh, worker go about uh, hiring a should you should you go out about and hire your own virtual assistant? For example, say uh, I'm good at WordPress and, and building sites and backing up sites and uh, upgrading sites, but what if I'm not so good at the graphic design? Is it okay to hire a virtual assistant for uh, a client who uh, is requesting that, even though I may, may not be the expert in doing that? Uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on that, and uh, I'm loving the show with my uh, new favorite podcast on the gspn.tv network now that lost is gone but uh uh, thank you so much for everything you're doing this is will from washington dc thank you bye all right will thank you so much uh for that audio feedback and the question there 
Uh, I just want to encourage you to uh, think of a couple things here. And for those of you who are watching live, I don't know what happened to my video, but the audio should still be streaming. I apologize. But anyway, I want to encourage you in in one thing in that uh, moving forward in your business as a, you know, a virtual webmaster, if you will, or somebody who's going to help people keep up to date with their websites and stuff like that. I would make sure that when you're talking with prospective clients that you bill yourself as a consultant um, in this area and not a virtual worker. I, I will tell you, some, still, even even talking to people today uh, using the word virtual, it, it sometimes they just don't get it. They don't understand. But people understand um, hiring consultants and co- you know contracting work out to other businesses. So definitely portray yourself as a business owner. Uh, and and that you have a business that that where you, basically you're a web development company or whatever the case may be, I, I would certainly r- refer to yourself in that way. But yeah, absolutely, what you're talking about is virtually working for somebody as their IT department. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, as far as farming work out to other people, go for it. Seriously, go for it because I will tell you that's exactly what I do on a regular basis. I. Basically, um, I have uh, artwork that I have somebody else do for me. Now, she's not a virtual assistant. Uh, It's somebody that happens to be a member of my community uh, of listeners. And she she does graphics work full-time as her career. And on the side, she does some work for me. And I basically... Matter of fact, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, Our first caller today, Winston from UPIC University, uh, basically is one of my clients. Winston is a is a one of my consulting clients and he had me help him with his podcast getting it set up and he wanted to get some graphics done and of course if you look and see how much it costs to do a graphic over there at you know logo tournament or something like that those things can be um those those kind of things can be uh pretty pricey. Now the thing is though I want to say is that I was able to do it at probably half of what the cost would be of hiring, you know, somebody out to go and create one of those logos for your podcast and for your graphics header and all this other stuff. And then what I did is I actually went to this person who does work for me and I was able to include a markup there. But I was I was very much, you know, making sure that it was consistent with the quality of work that I have as my standards and I was able to work out all those things. And so I'm doing something like that. Now, Heather makes a valid point here. Um, She says graphic designers and VAs are not necessarily an interchangeable term. And this is absolutely, uh, absolutely true. A virtual assistant typically, I think, is probably more along the lines of doing administrative kind of tasks. And at least that's what I, I, in my mind, I think of. Now, I think it is possible to find a virtual assistant, though, who has the skill of a graphics designer. Uh, you'll have, a, for example, I know that my virtual assistant has the skill of doing some wonderful things with updating and maintaining blog posts. In fact, I've not yet uh, used her for this, but I, I'm certain that I could, you know, if I wanted to create a website that generates income related a cert, uh, re, around a certain niche topic, that I could probably have her go out and research some things, 
write some articles and post those, you know, a couple times a week on a blog that basically just drives traffic back to itself and sells products and services in an affiliate marketing role. And that could just be a passive income thing that I could completely involve my virtual assistant in. Uh, But yeah, certainly some of these virtual assistants will have those abilities. And here's the good news is that you can find a virtual assistant that will have those kind of qualities, those kind of skills. You can search and, 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 and just keep searching until you find a virtual assistant who has the main core skills that you need to be able to delegate some of those, uh, some of that work so that you can actually have them at a reasonable cost and you can make sure that your business remains profitable in those areas. So I hope that that helps you out, Will. And I'm thankful to hear that this is one of your favorite shows now. Uh, I and, and congratulations, by the way, on on looking to venture out and start your own business. I there's there's a whole lot that can be done out there, my friend. A whole lot, and uh, very excited to hear about it. Anyway, I want to let you know two other things, um, and and I'm going to wrap up here. I want to let you know that June of 2010 was the first time ever that I got an additional bill from Contemporary VA. <gasps> That's right. I pay at the beginning of the month. I pay for my allotted number of hours all the way up through now. I I had been doing, uh, you know, 20 hours a month. I'd pay my, I, I can't remember what it is, like 380 a month or whatever. I was paying 380 a month and every single week uh, or every single month, you know, it, it, we would run right up to the, the amount of hours. This week, though, we started the week and I only had, I think I had just over a half an hour left to, for this until the end of this, until today. And uh, obviously, my business has been picked up because I told you I'm doing a lot of things that increase this, uh, increase my income and stuff like that. But there's a lot of more things that are coming in that need to be processed. And obviously, I didn't want to say, okay, Andrea, I want you to stop doing anything for me until July 1st. Uh, so instead, I said, you know, just, you know, just keep me abreast of what's going on here. And I did. I got a bill for $17 where I went over for $17. But you know what? It's worth it. It was worth it because you know what? Yesterday, the, 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 I mean, here where you are, Thursday. And $17 more, but still I was able to rest pretty easy yesterday and I was working on more digital products. In fact, while I was working on digital products yesterday that I worked on yesterday, I've already sold four of them. The Ederol, the Ederol R-09HR training video tutorial. I've already sold several of these things since that went online last night. I'm sitting there at the movie, went to go see, I spent the entire evening with my wife and my daughter, Megan. We went and uh, hung out, had dinner at Dewey's Pizza, had the best calzone in the world. Uh, and I sat and watched Eclipse on opening night with my family. Now, my phone was set to silence, but I can tell you every time it buzzed in my mind, I heard cha-ching because my phone was telling me that those orders were coming in. Why was I able to get that done before I left to go out to dinner with my wife and 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 my daughter to go see this movie? The reason why I was able to do that is because during the day, Andrea was handling all of those emails that were coming in that needed, you know, links to a certain thing that I told them that if they want this, this is what you got to do. So, yeah, 
it, very cool stuff. So yeah, I got a, I got an extra bill. I went over my 20 hours, my allotted prepaid 20 hours. I went over in June, but that's okay. Guess what? I actually went last month and I signed a new contract with Contemporary VA, updated it 30 hours a month starting today. That's right, my friends. I am now making use of Andrea's time 30 hours a month. And guess what? I already know how I'm going to fill all 30 hours this month. In fact, I'm hoping I don't get a bill afterwards, but who knows? Anyway, if I do, that just means I'm more profitable and more effective in my business. And I'll be glad to pay that bill, my friends. How many times have you ever had a bill come in that you're glad to pay? That's what happened to me with my virtual assistant. And I'm not exactly sure what happened with my music. But uh, that's crazy. I've never had my music do that on here before. Anyway, God bless you all. Until next week, (laughs) join the community. Uh